welcome to podcast number 207 of Quality Christian Living. I am your host, David Friend. We are continuing our series on business, and today's topic is entitled Business, Marriage, and Family. We're going to see how the Lord wants to take us through that, so let's first go to Him and ask for the Holy Spirit's leading and guidance. Heavenly Father, thank you for who you are. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your promises in your word. And I pray now that you would bless this podcast, that you would anoint it. I ask the Holy Spirit to come in and take total and complete charge of what's taking place today. Lead me through these words that I've written and through the scriptures that I'll be reading. And I pray that your anointing would come down and it would make this podcast so much greater and more meaningful and more powerful with your leading and your guiding. I ask now that those who are listening in today would be blessed by this podcast and that they would receive what they're looking for in the area of their business issues. I thank you once again for this opportunity and I'll be careful to give you the praise for what's about to take place. For I ask these things in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. My last podcast, number 206, was an introduction to business and it just kind of laid some of the groundwork for where we need to go. So we're going to build on that a little bit and see what the Lord has to say in his word and through the experiences I've had in my life on how business should be in relationship to marriage and to family. So we've got a great challenge today. Matter of fact, we have a challenge in this podcast because on one hand, I need to help those in business or want to have a business to be successful and to prosper. And on the other hand, I must attempt to examine how business, marriage, and family need to work together based upon the Word of God. Now, in my years as a banker and a pastor, I experienced many men and women, both single and married, in business who had difficult times in keeping their priorities in order. We need the Holy Spirit now to direct my comments and help me to read these scriptures and interpret the way they should speak to us dealing with our life in our family, our personal life, and our business life. Let me approach this podcast in three parts. First, business, second, marriage, and then third, family. Our first priority in all of these is to put and keep God first. Now, to get help, let me read a scripture that is very helpful in understanding where God should be in our business and in our daily life and in our family. In Romans chapter 11 and verse 36, it says something very powerful. For everything comes from him, that's God, and exists by his power and is intended for his glory, all glory to him forever. Amen. Here's another scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 6, and it says in the New American Standard Version, Yet for us there is only one God, the Father, from whom are all things, and we exist for him, and one Lord, Jesus Christ, by whom are all things, and we exist through him. So see, it's all about God the Father and Jesus Christ, his Son, and he's our Savior. Other translations say that God is our source in that same verse. Other translations refer to God being the source of everything that we have or will ever need. So therefore, in our family, in our marriage, in our business, God is our source. We've got to get that in our minds, embedded in our minds, to know that it's all about God and everything we do is supposed to bless God and bless the kingdom of God and be a blessing to God and others. All right, let me give you another scripture. I think it's so important to hear what what the scriptures have to say about business, marriage, family, and our relationships. In Proverbs chapter 21, in verse number five, six, and seven, it's in the New Living Translation. It says this, good planning, this is more about business now, good planning and hard work lead to prosperity. 
but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. Verse number six, wealth created by a lying tongue is a vanishing mist and a deadly trap. Verse seven, the violence of the wicked sweeps them away because they refuse to do what is right. So God's word is telling us that he's a source for our whole life, our home, our family, our marriage, our business. And then specifically, I believe we can relate this to business that God wants us to have good planning and he also wants us to work hard and then he's going to prosper us. But he also says that if we don't have good planning and we don't work hard, he says, hey, shortcuts lead to poverty. That's something I've taught people all my life. And those that I've tried to help in their business to either get it started or help it to prosper or to prosper greater, many of them think there's a shortcut and somehow they're going to get around the hard work. And I'm telling you, the Word of God tells us that leads to poverty. So please take this to heart that it requires hard work, good planning, God will prosper us, shortcuts. God says you're on your own. And then we're also taught in business that wealth is created by being honest and truthful, that a lying tongue, it says, is a vanishing mist and it's a deadly trap. So we've got to be honest in our business and be loyal to those that we do business with. And it also says the those people who have are arrogant or they have they're violent or they're people who have wicked ways of handling themselves, they are not going to be blessed. They're not going to be prospered in their business. They need to be kind to people, helpful to people, sell a good product at a fair price, give a good service and complete that service to be the best person that that these people do business with. And if we do all that, God will bless us. We're lining up our lives according to God's word and he'll bless us. He promises us to be blessed if we do these things. You know, it kind of reminds me of when we first started our church out in the Scottsdale Airport part. There was a man who was building a building. It's a very large building. It was a 22,000 square foot building. And I talked to him. I said, we're starting a new church and I'd like to rent about 20,000 feet of it if you would lease that to us. And I promise we'll make the payments and we'll be good. And he said, do you have any experience in this? And I said, well, not a whole lot. I was a real estate developer and a banker, but this is my first time as a pastor. And he said, well, do you have any anyone that's going to guarantee this lease? And I said, no, not not really. And he said, well, I don't know. I guess I can just have to trust you. And I said, well, you can check out who I am and my background, check my credit rating and see that I'm an an honest person and we're going to do our best. And I don't believe God's going to have me open something up and allow it to fail. Now he wasn't a Christian, so he didn't quite understand this, this thing about Christianity and about God's going to help us and God's going to guide us and all that. But it was only a matter of about six or eight months. And he called me one day and he said, you know, I got to tell you, I was a little nervous when I leased this building to you. And now he had tenants from many, many buildings. He had incredible wealth and he was a very successful man. And he had a lot of people who were renting space in his buildings. And he said, I got to tell you this, you are the best client that I have. You're the best tenant that I have. He said, you're the most prompt. You pay your bills every month right on time. You never cause me any grief or worry. He said, I've just got to tell you, I am so excited about you being with us. He came to church and he brought his wife and the two of them sat down in church. I gave a message. Then I gave an altar call for them to receive Jesus Christ. And they both raised their hand and committed their life to Christ that day. And he's been following the Lord ever since. So I got to tell you, God will bless us if we bless others. And if we set an example of being a good business person and do things that we say we're going to do, you watch God bless it and he'll prosper us in ways that we know not of. So now that we have our first priority established, we need to talk about business and marriage and family. 
You see, my wife and I started our business after we had been married for about 17 years. I had been a banker for 15 or so years of that time. Of course, I was in the military for the first couple years of our marriage, and it took until I had about 17 years total of being in marriage before I really felt that it was time for to make a big change. I had a great career with a major bank, but I always thought about being a business owner. We prayed about it, and we waited on the Lord to open up the opportunity. The opportunity came instantly, one day, just all of a sudden, it was just there. It was when my wife told me that she wanted us to open our own business. 